Aquarius Life TV broadcast, and welcome to those of you who will watch the replay, or perhaps you will um, hear this in iTunes on the podcast. Wherever you are, whenever you hear this, welcome, welcome, or see this. So in this broadcast, the Lord put it on my heart to speak with you about releasing the kingdom, releasing the kingdom of God everywhere you go, wherever you go. If Christ lives in you, the spirit of God is in you, right? Christ in you, you, you can and should release the kingdom of God everywhere you go. So let's dive in. Matthew, I'm going to give you the word. Matthew 13, 31, Jesus was speaking and he, okay, it says he put before them another parable. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man planted in his field. And then verse 32, I'm just going to keep on going. Uh, Matthew 13, 31 and 32. Although it is the smallest of all seeds, talking about the mustard seed, it says, yet it grows into the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Okay, so you plant the word of God. The word of God is seed right? Literally, it's because the ground of your heart is, is it's like, it's bare. It's like, like, just think of it as a field, like just dirt. Okay. And then you take seed, the word of God, seed, plant it in your heart. And at first it's really, really small. You may not know much, right? But as you continue to read, to hear, you're planting the word of God in your heart and the next thing you know, it's growing and growing and growing and growing. And then when life throws, you know, uh, the just just things of the world at you or, or, you know, tries to vie for your attention or distractions, you will be strong in the word of God. You will grow strong in it. And, and the thing is, is that you will understand and know the authority that you carry because of Christ in you. You know, Christ in you makes you God's son or daughter, literally. It means you belong to God. That is your identity. God's son, God's daughter. That's my identity, right? When people say you need to know your identity in Christ, all that simply means is, do you have the spirit of Christ in you, right? The Holy Spirit in you. If you do, you are God's son or daughter. That's your identity. End of story. That's it. Simple, simple, simple. Okay. So the Holy Spirit spoke to me one time and he said, when Christ becomes bigger in you than anything else, it will crowd out everything that shouldn't be in you. That's awesome. So when you let Christ in you, your focus is on him, pleasing the father, learning the word, walking in that kingdom authority, you know, addressing, casting out devils, dealing with sickness, getting rid of it. I'm just saying everywhere you go, releasing the kingdom. Okay. Now, I, this doesn't mean that you don't have conversations with people. I'm talking about, listen, we live in the world. We're not of it. versus heaven, right? If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, but we do live in this world and Christ wants us, God wants us, God the Father and Christ the whole, and the Holy Spirit in you want us to carry on the works that Jesus started. And Jesus said, we are his ambassadors, right? We are to represent him just like he represented the Father. 
right? He said, as the father sent me, now I'm sending you, right? We go in his name. And he said in John 14, 12, truly, truly, I tell you, those who believe in me will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these because I go to the father. Okay. We'll drink of water. Mm. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus said in Luke 17, 21, the kingdom of God is within you. What's the kingdom of God? I asked God this one time and I, and I thought the kingdom of God, Lord, you mean the King's domain where you live? And the Holy Spirit literally said to me immediately, the King's dominion is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. The King, Jesus is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The King's dominion, which is authority, is in you. Why? Because Christ is in you. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. His dominion and authority, he gave it to you to go and do, right? He said, you go and heal the sick. Jesus never asked the Father even once to heal someone. He knew he had authority over all the power of the devil and he used it and he never hesitated and he wants us to do the same. Okay, so let me continue here. All right, so God gave us his word, Hosea 4, 6. Hosea 4, 6, God said through the prophet Hosea, he said, my people are destroyed. They perish, they die. Why? For lack of knowledge, because they reject knowledge of God. Don't want to do that, right? We don't want to do that. God gave us his name, right? Jesus. God gave, well, God's name is Jehovah, Father God. He's in heaven. But we have the name of Jesus. He, Jesus even said in that day, like, you know, after the resurrection, and he said, in that day, you will ask nothing of me, but you will go to the Father directly. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Remember, the Father is looking at Jesus. So if you've got Jesus in you, Christ in you, and you say, Father, in Jesus' name, the Father's like, yes, yes, my child, right? If you've got the Spirit of God, you are, you are God's son or daughter. So when you're praying, he hears you, okay? If you don't have the Spirit of God, you don't belong to God. Just saying, that's Romans 8, 9. I'm not making it up. You can read it for yourself, okay? And you should. All right. So, you know, we've got the name of Jesus. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got a blood covenant, the new covenant, which is a better covenant than the Old Testament, right? The old covenant. We have a new covenant, new, new government. Yeah, the government of God, right? He put it on the shoulders of Jesus. We have a new covenant that was made in the blood of Jesus. Oh my gosh. You know, when you understand kingdom authority, your faith will grow. Now, we know that faith comes by hearing. You've got to hear the word. You've got to hear the word. And I'll just share something quickly with you today. I was listening to the word of God as I was driving in my car. And I went and I got groceries. And, you know, the Lord orders my steps. And I had to go to a couple places. And I thought, okay, Lord, these two places I have to go, they're near each other. Which one first? And I was going to go to one place first. And the Holy Spirit, I just felt prompted 
He said, no, go to this place first. It kind of didn't make sense though, because then the food would be sitting in the car. But anyway, it's what he told me to do. I said, okay. So I went. And then when I was going to the other place, I knew why the Lord said, go here first, because had I gone anyway, the other way first, I would have missed the assignment that he had for me. And so as I was driving and parking my car, I saw someone come out of a store, um, two women, and one of them was young and she had a cane and she was bald. And I knew, you know, in my spirit that she was dealing with that foul spirit of cancer and, uh, you know, maybe some other stuff going on. And so anyway, I pulled up into my parking space and they were a little ways away, but I had already been listening to the word. You know, th this is so important. Listen to the word. This is what builds your faith right? And I'm listening to, and Jesus healed them all, you know, and I know he's in me. And so I parked my car and I'm looking over and they're getting into the car, getting ready to leave. And I'm like, and I feel the Holy Spirit, like prompt me to say, are you going to leave her like that? And I was like, you know, and then there was some, another thought that came if I, you know, left her like that. And I said, no, Lord. So I got out of my car and I mean, I had no makeup on, sweatshirt, sweatpants, and I just like ran over there, you know, hair in a ponytail. I, you know, certainly didn't look my best, but I, so, and I only say that because sometimes you, you know, if you're going up to someone, you're a stranger and all I said was, I said, excuse me. And then I said, you know, I said, don't worry. I said, I don't want anything from you. I'm not weird, you know, because I'm saying, you know, stranger comes up to your car, right? And I, and so they just looked at me and they just both looked so kind. And I said, I just want to know, I said, and I, you know, asked the Holy Spirit, just give me the words. And I said, I just want to know, do you believe in the power of prayer? And I think the driver may have been, you know, the other girl's sister, or I don't know, they looked alike, but, and, and they both said, yes, absolutely. And they were just so sweet. And I said, oh, I said, good, because I just wanted to know if I could pray for your sister or your friend, you know, and, uh, and they said, yes. So I ran around to the other side and I said to the girl, what's your name? And she told me, and I said, hi, you know, I said, do you mind? I said, can I, can I take your hands? So she gave me her hands and I just rah, commanded that spirit of cancer to die at the root, to leave her now, every cancer cell to die in Jesus name. And that for her to be healed, made whole from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. I said, I speak a new blood immune system to you and just like it was that was it like it was and then and I actually when I went up to the car I do have like a little card that just says ambassador of Christ because how they can get in touch with me so I gave it to her just so she would know I'm not some weirdo you know so I would just said you could google me you know whatever no I'm for real you know so in any event I but you don't even have to do that you just go and God will make the way and if someone is resistant then you know what? At least you did what you were supposed to do. We are supposed to go and heal the sick. And this was just in my face evident. And there was no way that I was walking away from that. You know, so in any event, I was so happy when I walked away and they were happy. And I was like, oh Lord, you know, they have my card. I pray that 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 she looks me up because I, I would love to stay in touch with her, you know, and just you know, just, I want to, I just, I know she's healed. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it because God doesn't do anything for nothing. 
And if you're watching, sweet lady, you know I know your name. Please get in touch with me. So anyway, that's awesome. Then I had another assignment to the third place that I went to, a completely different. There was some physical, but there was a lot of emotional stuff there. And so I, you know, spent like 25 minutes speaking to this woman, another woman. And anyway, I gave her the card too. She was somewhat resistant, said, oh, I've been in ministry, was turned off. But I just listened because she got hurt by the church. And I just listened. And because at first I asked her if I could pray for her. And that's when she was like, oh, no, I've been in ministry, blah, 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 blah. You know, hurt by the church. I don't want nothing to do with it. Sometimes people will say stuff like that. So I just listened and was just really nice. So anyway, by the end of the conversation, she said, I said, well, I better get going because I've got meat that needs to, you know, get into the freezer that's been sitting, but I had prayed for God to cover it. Anyway, protect it so it wouldn't go bad. Anyway, um, as she said, oh, she goes, you can pray for me now. And I was like, oh, you want me to pray for you? Okay. So she goes, yeah, you said you would. And I said, yeah, sure. So I actually took her through the prayer of repentance real quick. I said, I want you to pray this prayer with me. And she goes, what's the prayer? I said, don't worry, it's good. And so I just said, repeat after me. And she did. And then, then I ministered healing to her. And I said, listen, if you want to stay in touch, I said, just, you know, I said, here's my card. You can look me up and, you know, we can talk again. And I left. And so, but the bottom line is sometimes, you know, when God has you on assignment, it will interfere with what you had planned. I'm just letting you know. I had groceries in the car. I mean, I probably didn't get home for an hour and a half by the time everything was said and done. But I was like, Lord, this is, you're doing God's work. You know, you take care of God's business. He'll take care of yours. Okay. So let me continue. When you understand your kingdom authority, your faith will grow and it's simple. Okay. So to exercise your kingdom authority, and I talk about this a lot, but you know, it's like, um, People still need, you still need to hear it. You need to hear it and hear it and hear it. And I love when I get emails and, and, and comments saying, you know, how much your faith has grown, how your life has changed, because now you understand your authority. You know how to get rid of sickness, disease. You don't have to put up with any of it if Christ is in you and you understand authority. Now, there are things in the natural. Listen, we've got natural bodies, but... I remember the Holy Spirit telling me your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and you have to defend it. How do you do that? You speak, but you also have to put the right things in your body. And, you know, God gave us this human body. You need the right kind of sleep. You need the right kind of food. You know, I'm just saying you have to take care of your body intentionally. Okay. And, you know, move your body, right? Move it or lose it. I'm just saying you don't have to do maybe rigorous exercise, but like get out there and move, walk. You know, you've got to, you have to take care of your temple. Okay. So releasing your kingdom authority, you have to speak. This is, this is key. Got to drink water again. Mm. So first you got to know that you're God's son or daughter. That's your identity. When you know your identity, you got to understand your rights. You have rights in the kingdom of God. You have the right to do the same works that Jesus did because he said so. Okay. Oh my goodness. 
<coughs> excuse me, no, in Jesus' name, I command this cough to stop right now. Thank you, Lord. <sighs> excuse me. Mm. It's a tickle. No. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Sorry about that. You have to speak and you have to believe. You know your authority. You use it. Your words are going to obey you. They are. What are you saying? What are you in agreement with? Furthermore, Jesus has given you the keys of the kingdom, the power to bind and the power to loose. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus said, if you believe, nothing will be impossible to you. Matthew 17, 20 and Mark 9, 23. Doubt and unbelief are what stop faith from being released. Faith is a force. I say this all the time and it pulls like gravity. Where there's doubt and unbelief, faith cannot work. It can't because faith is a force. It's literally a force. So when you really, okay. Faith, simply put, is trust. And your heart knows whether you really believe or trust something, okay? When you do and you speak it, that faith is automatically at work. That force is at work. And it will go forth and it will accomplish what it was sent to do, okay? But where there's doubt and unbelief, uh, will it, won't it, There, there is no force of faith going forth. It's literally just nothing. It stopped. It can't work. Okay. So got to get rid of fear, doubt, and unbelief. I want to read to you this scripture. You know, God just wants us to release our faith out of our mouths, right? Release the word, trust, believe, and that faith will just work. It will go to work and attack whatever it is that needs to be dealt with. I'm talking, for example, like sickness. Okay. Matthew 17, 14 through 19. All right. So, and when, I'm just going to read this to you. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, meaning Jesus, kneeling down to him saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. Do you know in the Bible, in the caption of that, um, that um, chapter, it says Jesus heals a demon possessed boy. Okay. It says he was an epileptic and suffering, you know, severely. It says, okay, so the man said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. Now, I, I, I need to just stop for a moment. I'll come back to it. Because somebody might be saying, well, I know someone who's a believer. They're not possessed by a devil. No, they're not possessed by a devil, but they may be oppressed. Meaning somewhere there's an open door, there's agreement. And Jesus said, whatever you allow will be allowed. I'm paraphrasing. He gave you the keys of the kingdom. He gave you the power to bind and the power to loose. So paraphrasing, he's saying, whatever you tolerate will be tolerated. And whatever you don't, won't. I'm just saying, this tickle just tried to come. And I, I said, no. And you saw me and I was like, mm, uh-uh, no, not going to happen. Okay, because... No, <laughs> no. Anyway, so Matthew 74, let me read this again. 
And when they came to the multitude, a man came to him, to Jesus, kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not, one translation says, they could not cure him. Okay. Heal, cure, same thing. Okay. Then Jesus answered and said, oh, faithless and perverse generation. He, 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 you know, was talking to his disciples, like, what's the matter with you guys, right? He said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? And then he said, bring the boy here to me. Bring him here to me. Okay. And Jesus, verse 18, and this is Matthew 17, verse 18 now. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. But do you know that demon had the nerve to throw that child down and convulse him before he came out? Mm. So sometimes things might look worse before they look better for an instant. But if you stand your ground, what choice does the devil have? He has to obey Christ in you. Remember that. Okay. Remember that. And I mean, it, it as, 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 how do I say this? If you have no doubt or unbelief and you're just solid on it, like, no, it has to obey you. Me, you know, and, and so a lot of times it'll say, and from that very hour, well, as soon as those words are released, it's in motion right then. Okay. Just like with the fig tree, when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, no one will ever eat fruit from you again. Right eat fruit from you again. And then the thing withered at the roots. And then when they passed by the next morning, the thing was just dead all the way. But from the second those words are released, that your, the, the faith, your force, the faith, your faith, that is a force is in motion, headed for that target. It's working automatically as soon as, as long as you just you believe, you trust, you're confident in God. That faith is at work. And the only thing that can stop it is your agreement with something else. Fear, doubt, unbelief. It's going to reverse. No, not having that. The key to unwavering faith, and I say this all the time, is you stand. No other options but the word of God. Glory to God. Okay. So the disciples, verse 19, came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. You see, they had their eyes. They had the power to, because Jesus gave them the power to cast it out, right? But they had their eyes on, on like the, what was going on on the physical instead of keeping their eyes single singly focused on i have authority over you devil right they got their eyes on what was going on instead of just like oh thank you lord thank you holy spirit just like when peter walked on water right he said to jesus if it's really you tell me to come right bid me to come and jesus said come and Jesus stepped out of the boat and walked on the water. Then when he looked around and saw the winds and the waves and realized, I really can't do this, he started to drown, right? And then Jesus said, oh, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? Doubt and unbelief stop 
faith in its tracks. Stop faith in its tracks. And listen, okay, so I, I just hear like somebody is saying right now, okay, so if if I've stopped the faith, like what do I do? How do I get it back? Okay, here's what you do. Father, I am sorry. I repent. I repent that I came into agreement with fear, doubt, and unbelief. In Jesus' name, I am sorry. And, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, that I am forgiven. I am cleansed. This is what you do. Then speak to that thing again. In the name of Jesus, I bind you, you know, or I command you to come out, get out. You know what I'm saying? And then be healed. You get what I mean. Okay. Okay. So that's how you do it. Repentance. And then you have to speak to that thing and command it to go. It will go. Okay. You speak life, health, blessing, victory. Thank you, Lord. I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, my Lord, who lives in me, right? Listen, the spirit of Christ is in you. Jesus is in his physical body. He's flesh and bone. And he he it lives in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father right now. But his Holy Spirit is at work in every single believer, just like the Holy Spirit was at work in Jesus. And Jesus would tell people, it's my Father in me that does the works. Just like you and I now say, it's Christ in me that does the work. But we still have to go and do it, right? Jesus said, I've given you authority, go do it. Just like Jesus knew he had authority from the Father. And he, he had the Holy Spirit, so boom, he went and did it. He didn't ask the Father to do it, he did it. And Jesus said, you go heal the sick. You go cleanse them, right? You do it because you still have to release Christ in you. You have to release the word of God, knowing that it's Christ in you that will do the work. Okay, all right. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. That's why you couldn't cast it out, okay? For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, remember we talked about the mustard seed in the beginning, a little. He said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say, say, say to this mountain or problem or challenge, okay? Jesus was talking about a literal mountain, but whatever it is, he said, you will say to this mountain, well, you know, okay, oh, thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. I love this. He's just showing me. He's showing me. So Jesus said to them, ah, I get so excited because of your unbelief for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain. Well, in this case, it was unbelief, right? Okay. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. So whatever is in your way, Jesus said, you can speak to it. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass and it will obey you. It, your words will obey you. They, the force, the faith behind those words. Remember, it's, the, it's a force and it's not just any force. It's, it's the Holy Spirit power being released. Oh, I get so excited. Oh my gosh. All right. And then, and then Jesus said, and it will move and nothing no thing is nothing. Nothing will be impossible to you. Okay. So you got to remember something. Every demon is subject to you in the name of Jesus, right? There is no demon in hell that can defeat Jesus or that's stronger than Jesus. 
No. I still remember a few months ago when I was dealing with this crazy attack that came. And I mean, I remember thinking in my head, I didn't even say it, but I was thinking like, Lord, like, what is this? Is this like another level of like demon? I'm not even kidding because the, the attack was so severe, but there was an open door there. And I didn't realize it until later. But anytime there's, listen, I think it's Proverbs 26, 2 says a curse without a cause cannot come. There has to be an open door somewhere. Okay. All right. Um, so, and then there's another verse in, I want to say it's first John, first John that says the wicked one touches him not. The one who, like, if you are taking care that you are, um, you know, we're in right standing with God because we have the spirit of God, but we want to make sure that there's no agreement with the enemy anywhere in our lives or there's an open door. So when you heed, take heed to yourself, the word says the wicked one touches him not, touches you not. For he, meaning Jesus, God, right, protects you. You can Google on your phone, I can't think of the exact scripture right now, but you can just Google the wicked one touches him not and the scripture will come right up. Very cool. Love. Okay. So, and then verse 21 um, says, however, this kind, Jesus said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So I was meditating on this because no demon can say no to Jesus. No, it can't happen. So when he says this kind, he was talking about like this kind of, of unbelief, this kind of like um, unbelief, like it's going to come out. It, it, it will come out through prayer and fasting because, and then, and then as I was meditating on it, the Lord was showing me about Jesus being in the, in the wilderness, right? 40 days and 40 nights fasting, praying, right? And then what happened after that? He came out and power. Well, guess what? We now have the spirit of Christ in us. So there's no demon that is stronger than Christ in you. And matter of fact, Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the devil. All means all. So there you go. Don't ever think that, oh, this demon isn't going to come out because I didn't fast and pray. No, eh, wrong answer, right? No, no. You have Christ in you. Every demon has to obey you if you understand Christ is in you and you have that authority. Woo! Glory to God. All right. Jesus said this kind. And actually, there's a lot of translations that leave that sentence out. But somebody put it in. But again, he said this kind. He didn't say this kind of devil. He's talking about unbelief here. So just, just remember that. Okay. so. You need to make sure that there's, oh my gosh, I just looked at the time. I'm like, we are totally out of time. Just make sure that there's no open doors of agreement, right? Is there any offense in your heart? Is there any unforgiveness toward anyone who has hurt you? You know, just recently, I thought I had forgiven someone and I didn't, I hadn't. And the Lord showed it to me and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And you want to keep your heart clean before the Lord. So I repented of it. And now I know there's no open door. Like I'm not going to be attacked with 
you know, like that tickle tried to come? No, absolutely not. It has no authority, has no right. No. Mm, glory to God. Are you in doubt or unbelief or fear where maybe sickness is concerned? Don't be. Don't be. Let's. We're going to pray. We're going to pray right now. All right. Let's pray. Let's pray. I, we're just going to pray. <laughs> if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's do that first. Okay. Just say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins. And I believe, Father God, that you raised Jesus on the third day. And Jesus is alive now and lives forever. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways. And I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. Whew. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. If you just prayed that from your heart, welcome to the family of God. Now you need to get into the word of God so you can understand how God thinks the mind of Christ. Remember, the word of God is seed. You plant it in your heart. At first, it's going to be, you know, you not, don't really know anything. It's like a baby who has to learn to walk and talk. And, you know, the first time you were born of your mother, out of your mother's womb, but right now you just literally got born again from the spirit of God. God has now sent the spirit of his son to live in you, Christ in you. Okay. So now you've got to learn what your rights are as a child of God in the kingdom. Glory to God. And you could start in the New Testament because that's where we live. You know, if you don't know where to start, I would say you could start in the book of James because it's super short, but John is my favorite gospel. But you could just go through the gospels. I love all the word of God, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then just glory to God, glory to God. So now, if you just made Jesus the Lord of your life and you're still dealing with sickness, let me just minister healing to you really quickly. And then we're going to go. I'm sorry. I, I lost track of the time. So that's one good thing about live. We could just keep going a little bit, but we're just about done. So now if you have come into agreement with the spirit of fear, doubt, unbelief, sickness, any of it, just repeat after me now, mean it. We're going to pray and we're going to get rid of that. And then I'm going to minister healing to you quickly. You know, what did Jesus say? Be healed. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just believe and stand, right? Okay. So right now, just say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I am sorry that I came into agreement with any unclean spirit and anything that opposes you, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus that I am cleansed, I am forgiven, and by your stripes, I am healed. Thank you, Jesus, for paying the ultimate price for me with your own life in your own blood. And right now, Lord, I receive my healing in Jesus, in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. So now don't say a word. Don't say, don't pray in tongues. Don't Say amen, don't anything yet. Let me just minister healing to you, just receive. And then we can praise the Lord together, okay? So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bind you, Satan, by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. And I command 
for to every viewer that's watching right now or under the sound of my voice, you unclean, foul spirit, whether it's cancer, any unclean spirit, spirit of infirmity, anxiety, fear, any and every unclean spirit, I command you to leave now. Leave the person watching or under the sound of my voice now. Get out. Leave now in Jesus' name. And right now, I command every cell of your body, I'm speaking to all of you, to you, I command you to be healed and made whole. Every cell of your body, any adverse reactions to any injections you've had, I command you to be healed. I speak a brand new blood immune system to you in Jesus' name. I command any um, um, like paralyzation, be healed and made whole. MS, be healed and made whole. Cancers, out, be healed and made whole in Jesus' name. I just command you to be healed. Your body, I speak to it right now. Your lungs, be healed and made whole. Your brain, any brain cancer, out. In Jesus' name, be healed. Just be healed. Let's praise God right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Knee issues, knee problems. I speak strength to your knees right now. Any inflammatory issues of arthritis, all pain, go out now. Be healed right now. In Jesus' name, I speak strength to your knees, to your legs, to your muscles. In Jesus' name, right now. Woo! Lord, we just thank you right now. I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you for what you did for us. And we receive. We receive what you did for us, Lord. We receive our healing right now. Spirit, soul, and body. In Jesus' name. Woo! Glory to God. You know what? I'm so excited that you're with me tonight. Make sure that you share this broadcast with others and let's advance God's kingdom together. If you'd like to know more about the ministry, you could visit my website at lisaboldo.com. And if you have, you know, you know somebody that is, you know, has an urgent prayer request, you know, life or death uh, issue, make sure that you get in touch with me. The information is on the website. and. Um, you know, and, or send me an email. There's a prayer request uh, page there. And, um, and I also have some training resources for you that are life-changing. So you feel free to check those out as well under the coaching and courses tab. And, um, and that's about it. And if you'd like to sew into the ministry, uh, no, you know, it's always a blessing. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Thank you for watching the victorious life. And I will see you again soon. All right. God bless you.